Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, King of the Podcast. We're back. We're back. Zach and is my co-host. That's me. I'm April. I'm the other host. That's her. Uh, we're here tonight for you with another great Tokusatsu classic. Tonight we are Class. talking about talking ba, about but invasion of the Astro Monster. From the year 1965, I believe. Uh, if I could just make a quick correction there. It's just Invasion of Astro Monster. Right, it's Invasion... Drop the it's, the. it's much more cleaner. I thought it had the the. I thought it was the Invasion... Oh, it is just of Astro Monster, yeah. Invasion of Astro Monster, correct. Classic. Uh, from 1965, directed by, once again, Ishiro Honda, who... Back at it. If you listen to this podcast a lot, then you are... At least semi-familiar with this man's work. Uh, long-time tokusatsu director. We've really only been watching his kaiju films, but he is uh, was prolif- prolific in uh, other kind of sub-genres uh, at, at the time, too. And it really shows in this film, which is honestly more about aliens than it is kaiju. This is true. Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo, you doing okay? I'm doing great. It's going to be a good episode, and we're having fun, and everyone's having a good time. Yeah, they are. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling... Eyes on the prize, and I'm feeling great. Um, I'm so, I guess, without any further uh, flopping around... I hate to flop around. <laughs> What's up? We're notorious. Uh, we... we no flopping, no flipping, no flopping. none of that. This is not the flop Just, house. This uh, is a different podcast. It's not this one. Anyway, let's get into a quick, or maybe not so quick, regardless, into a summary of the film which we have just watched. Yes. Well, it uh, opens with, oh man, I can't even, I wrote, I did write a, a fair amount of notes, so we're not entirely okay. screwed, but... Uh, yeah, it has, there's a bunch of kind of orchestral music as we go through uh, the titles and stuff, and it's kind of setting up that this is much more of a, much more sci-fi mm-hmm. than they, they yeah. usually are. There are rockets. It opens, yeah, opens on a rocket ship in space with two astronauts. Mm-hmm. And these two astronauts are our, thank goodness they're not like, I don't know, I'm, they these are our protagonists basically for the film. They yeah. are the guys we're going to be spending the most time with. Uh, we have, um, ooh, just give me one sec here. We have got Fuji and Glenn. Yeah, we got Fuji and Glenn. Glenn's and, a good old American boy. Fuji is Japanese. Yes, and they are out to go see Planet X, which is a brand new planet that they have discovered. Uh, it's actually one of them. They say it's one of the moons around Jupiter. Yes. The 13th moon of Jupiter. And our friends uh, are going to go explore it. Got to um, explore. So they're hanging out. They're going through space. Uh, we find out that Fuji's sister is dating a guy that Fuji doesn't want her to be dating. Because Fuji Classic. over the intercom, he's like, hey, don't you... Uh, th- th- don't, don't just be careful. This guy's don't weird. Do it. And she's like, my boyfriend's not that weird. Cut to her boyfriend. And he is working on 
a device called Lady Guard, which Classic. is basically just like an alarm that you can push if you're ever in danger, and then it makes one of the most annoying noises of all time, and then it alerts everyone in like a two mile radius to your he location. So he invents Inventor. this lady guard. He's very happy about it. Um, and I think he then he goes and sells it pretty much. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he goes yeah, and sells well, it. He... And then they, they don't really buy it. They're like, oh, we'll pay you once it goes to market. And he's like, great, nothing will go wrong with this. They do a really good bit where where he's like, you know, your brother said he would do a handstand if I ever sold this. Well, he better start training. And then it immediately cuts to the two astronauts, one of which being her brother, upside down. And I thought yes. that was quite silly. That's so good. And then it's also just like... <laughs> and then Glenn is just like, hey, is something wrong? And the other guy's... And Fuji's like, oh yeah, just give me one sec. Let's rotate 180 degrees. And then the ship <laughs> rotates. That was so good. That was so funny. Um, yeah, I love I love the shenanigans in this movie. I love shenanigans. I love Alien. I love 50s pulp style, even though this is a 60s movie, but it's very much inspired from like, yeah, 50s uh, sci-fi pulp with you know stuff in space and a lot of uses of the the letter x and so they get out there exploring this this planet x the astronauts are um and one i want to point out that i love that they have space guns i love that they just gave them they like do a, have like space a, guns. it's not it's not a ray gun it's no, just like it's a, a gun, gun but it's modified for space and then they find out that there are aliens on this planet well not just any aliens now zach what are these aliens called uh they're z- i'm not gonna be able to say this zillions zillion i think exilians exilians whatever you want i don't call them exilians because that yeah it sounded like anyway the the voices were that was a bit closer to what they were saying so these exilians um we're like, hey, welcome to our planet. We love hanging out. We're very peaceful people. Um, and then they find out that who is terrorizing this planet but King Ghidorah. Classic. That He's bastard. Back. He that is back at is it. Back. He's running. He's roaming around the planet. He is zapping things with his lightning as always. That's what he likes to do. Big, beautiful golden wings and his two uh, tails. Um, And then just as our astronaut boys are, you know, feeling pretty apprised of the situation, um, they're attacked by Ghidorah. Then they repel him and uh, they have a chat and they reveal that they want to borrow Rodan and Godzilla from Earth. They're like, yeah. hey, you guys have a public library of kaiju, right? Could we get a card and check out uh, Godzilla and Rodan, please? We just we just need them for the weekend. Just be just, quick, just a quick second. Just a quick... We need him to fight. We need them to fight Ghidorah so we can get him out of here. Also, 
Also, we will give you the yeah. cure to cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, Don't if even you worry agree. about it, guys. It's like just NHCRs. So obviously, the astronauts are like, that is awesome. That is great. I love the cure for cancer. Let's go that. home. I'd love to. And tell everyone how great this deal is. So they, they go and they're like, hey, let's... Uh, Let's get this rolling. Let's get this uh, Rodan Godzilla deal going. Um, and there's like this big meeting in like the UN headquarters in Japan or whatever. And uh, of course, the only two like groups of people that we ever really hear approve this whole Godzilla Rodan program is one, the doctors who yes. are like, we Makes would sense. love the cure for cancer. That would be the sick. Cure, cure for cancer would be sick. And then it was it the housewives. It was the housewives de- delegation. <laughs> yeah they're yeah, like, like yes peace would be very good and cancer sucks war is terrible the world is being destroyed by war which is fair um get rid of godzilla get rid of rodan get the cure to cancer so saith the house simple as that right uh afterwards glenn and uh fuji his sister and uh the boyfriend tetsuo they all hang out and they they chat a bit and anyway fuji's mad and glenn gives some good relationship advice not much happens in this scene um and then we cut to looking for godzilla and rodan there's not much again that happens there just you know it's happening um but suddenly fuji has started to put together that maybe the um the aliens have a little bit more of a motivation than just getting Godzilla and Rodan because they did remember hearing mm. when they were up on the planet that uh, water was something they were really needing up there. And, mm. of course, being on Earth, we, we have a lot of that going around. Um, I, and then we're at one, uh, one of the lakes. I can't remember the name of the lake. We're at a lake. To say. It, it is possible to say. It's very it possible to say, which like they said. I just suck. I'm just bad at remembering the name of the lake. Um I should have written it down. That's okay. They're they're at a, a big lake and stuff is bubbling and it's glowing and you're like, oh sh it's Godzilla, right? Right, wrong, UFO, UFO pops out. Obviously. It's awesome. I love how the UFOs are in this movie. They're very good. It glides over, the aliens come out, and they're like, hey, everybody. And everyone's like, why were you hiding in our lakes? Why, why didn't you just come talk to us? And the aliens are like, oh, absolutely no reason. No, no there's no reason for that. It's it's good. Today is friendship day. We pronounce this friendship. day is friendship day. So you guys Everyone can be friends friendship with day. us. I love international friendship day as a concept. Ugh. It's great. I love the auxilians. They're really good. Um, the Xillions say, hey, we are going to pick up Godzilla now. Uh, we'll get you the cure for cancer when you come back to our home planet. Class. So the UFOs basically activate their tractor beam. Well, first they, like, cut, you know, they, they, they retrieve um, Godzilla and Rodan. You know, they retrieve Godzilla from the lake and Rodan from this mountain. Uh, and they like have to cut Rodan out of the mountain. It's it's really cool, uh, and then they just they're just they just whisk away the kaiju, and there's just 
They're gone. Nothing to do. Um, although more and more uh, cases of the Axillians being suspicious do keep popping up. It is a little weird the way it is. All of a sudden, Tetsuo, uh, Fuji's girlfriend, or not, Fuji's sister's boyfriend, uh, he, he gets trapped. He falls into a trap at uh, what we realize is the House of the Aliens. Um, Godzilla and Rodan are now woken up on the alien planet, on planet X, Exalien planet, and they get their asses kicked by King Ghidorah. This is one of, basically, there's really only two uh, fight scenes yeah. in this movie, uh, and this is one of them. They just have a nice little uh, kerfuffle between Godzilla, Rodan, and uh, they, they fight King Ghidorah for a bit. Um, meanwhile, on Planet X, the astronauts sneak around because the astronauts went back to Planet X with the aliens to, so that the aliens could give them the uh, cure for cancer, of course, uh, on, on, on tapes. That's, that's how yeah. they store the cure for cancer, of yeah. course, is on a reel to reel tape. Yeah. On a, on a reel to reel tape, which is like kept in like this golden box. And they're like, cool, great, let's go home. Goodbye, Godzilla and Rodan. And as they leave, they're like staring through their viewport, looking at Godzilla and Rodan, who are just sitting there like crying. They're like, what are we doing? They, they really are. They're so sad. They're so sad. It's so sad. It's not my oh favorite. my! I don't like to see my, my, my friends sad. They are yeah. my friends. Uh, we cut back to Tetsuo. Who is at the Exalian's house? He is being locked up for quote uh, being a little baby is what I wrote in my notes. Um, and some of the ex- some of the Exilians are saying stuff like "We are going to change the course of history." Uh, and my notes say for this next part, uh, "Hooray for the cancer cure!" Yippee! Yeah. Uh, because they put in the the cure for cancer tapes but as it plays it's revealed that actually mm. ugh, sorry guys they never really uh-huh. were gonna i don't even think they ever had it they sure as heck are giving it to you they're actually colonizers uh, and you just got I hate to see it duped into giving up godzilla and rodan mm, you idiots um so then basically the world is kind of plunged into chaos and that's not good and then glenn who has had a girlfriend this entire time i did not mention this directly but i'll uh, sum up this little subplot thread quickly glenn has a girlfriend who um he realizes is identical to all of the alien women on the exilian planet weird that and uh so surprise surprise she was an exilian the whole time uh maybe manipulating him or something but she's actually truly fallen in love with him something that exilians shouldn't be able to do uh they're all controlled by computers except for her uh but because she strays too far from the light of the computer gods she is executed by one of her commanders and glenn is imprisoned Things are looking bad. King Ghidorah is in America now. He is he's wrecking up America. Um, the Defense Council wants to use H bombs to try and stop the aliens. So 
our heroes and the scientists, they say, well, 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 we could actually weaken the aliens' control over the kaiju because they find out that they're controlling the kaiju with electromagnetic waves. They say, no, we're going to stop that using the power of A-cycle light or something like that. So they basically build a, a big machine to, to stop it. And um, then we find out in the prison with Glenn and Tetsuo that the Exilians are susceptible to a certain kind of noise. Which just so happens to be the exact noise that Tetsuo's Lady Guard device hmm. makes. And he kept the last prototype on himself it this whole time. So they break together. out of prison. I finally, you know, it's like, oh, that's why Tetsuo was in the movie. I didn't really understand that till now. But I get it, right? I get it. Um, he's just a very good and interesting character, of course. He's just a very good and interesting character. And that's why he has uh, Lady Guard. And he uses that. They build some machines. And the final showdown ensues. I do not need to go through a play-by-play of this final showdown. All you really need to know is that inevitably um, our heroes are able to weaken the control of the... Well, first off, they use Lady Guard noise. They broadcast it nationwide. So that the aliens are just in horrible, horrible pain. Um, And then they start bombing the aliens' houses. And then they free Godzilla, Rodan, and Ghidra from alien control. They have a little scuffle. And then our heroes are like, well, thank God that's over. And then the movie is over. And it's over... Everyone's happy. Everyone's happy. Everyone's fine. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think of this movie, Zach? Uh, you know what? I okay. Controversial opinion. I think this movie should have just been the last movie. Like, I just think the last movie just. I think there's a much better vehicle for Ghidorah. Um, having it just be like a wacky sci-fi film. Um. I, I, I like this I hope that this is kind of the direction of the future movies because I think I much prefer like instead of just generic reporter number 15 hunting down Godzilla or whatever the hell I much prefer just oh we're going into space now and there's aliens and we have sci- silly 60s sci-fi stuff happening yeah, I agree pretty much completely. I think that a borderline perfect kaiju movie combines uh, some of the extended fight scenes from the last one. Or at least, like, I don't know. I, I, I think there's a way to make... Because in this, like, Geeter is around, but he doesn't really get to do anything, uh, which is kind of too bad. This is almost, like, yeah, borderline not really even a Godzilla movie. Yeah after a point which is fine i'm i am fine with that but uh yeah i think i think anyway i i did enjoy it more i think than the last one just because the pacing is really good where it's just like there is just a story that you're following and there are developments that all make sense there's a great twist you know it part way through that recontextualizes everything and 
Yeah, no. Um, Godzilla's so expressive in this one, by the way. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is where Godzilla's really getting... Like, he was goofy in the last one, but he literally does a victory dance at the end of this He does. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, he does his little, like, jumping up on, on one leg. That was really funny. Yeah, he puts his little little hand under his chin like a cutie. Oh my gosh, it's so good. He's getting so goofy. He he knows that the camera is there and he is just soaking in it. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I don't know if I like. I'm sure I mentioned this the last time, but just like the movement of Ghidorah is just completely it's mesmerizing. Because there's you just so many parts time, moving. Because but... like all the heads are like in different places and like the bot. It's incredible. And I don't. The wings are going and the tails. I don't know are how flying. they do it, but it's insane. Yeah, no, Ghidra always looks amazing. Rodan is solid. Um, <laughs> not not too too much to say about him. Um, yeah, I love I, I I love 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 all the sci-fi shenanigans. I love aliens that all wear one uniform right i love their like weird little visors they have i'm just so obsessed with so much good stuff i love um gosh let me check bits of the score are really really good sometimes it falls mm, into the yeah the common problem where it just gets a bit too repetitive but i thought like the opening title and kind of the theme they play when they're bombing the aliens is good um one of my favorite lines from the exilians was like you know when the exilians are introducing Ghidorah to the astronauts and they're like oh you use names for you name these things we use and then he does like a binary signal with his hand and his like numbers yeah oh yeah yeah, that was very funny Ghidorah is monster zero and you're like yeah. oh okay cool that's sure, that's good um yeah no it's I love how like again I love how sad parts of this movie are I love how committed uh ishiro honda was to just like creating like these very lonely on paper setups and just like let some of that energy sneak into the movie but have a shell of um campiness and and genre you know conventions mm-hmm. kind of shield you from it i don't know i don't think anyone else does it like him it's why i love godzilla one so much and even though like this isn't as potent as that obviously this is still it still has its moments for me whether it's um godzilla and rodan kind of looking wistfully at the astronauts as the astronauts blast away uh in their spaceship or even if it's um even when the aliens die it's it's really i found it really sad like even though yeah yeah, they're evil aliens they're just like buried under this rubble yeah like or or they just like are like screaming in pain as this noise splits their skulls open and their spaceship explodes um also like the part where it's revealed that the world went into chaos real that was a lot to watch yeah uh, that was right now <laughs> yeah that was definitely something that was some honda type stuff where it's like 
yeah, this this stuff, you know, like it's it's silly. But Don't also, get me wrong, but but it's uh, anyway, it's for something like, yeah, I kind of love that the Exilians are able to. Not even necessarily able to trick everyone, but everyone's just like, we don't really have, you know, much of a choice to cooperate with them or not. Like, they'll, you know, they're, they're obviously very powerful, and then the Exilians are like, ha 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 ha, you're a colony of ours now, and it's, I mean, yeah, the way that, like, the, like, the movie opens making a big deal of, oh, there's an American guy and a Japanese guy on this ship. We have the American and the Japanese flag that we're planting on Planet X. You know, the, the American the World Japanese... Space Agency. Yeah, they, so there's this international cooperative nature that is, is being highlighted. Um, but the movie is like, what good... What does that really accomplish, A, if you are still, uh, you know, treating resources just like as as things and not really respecting things not really respecting your planet um yeah and that kind of stuff yeah that that anyway uh, just saying oh if only we could all get together just doesn't yeah. actually really solve anything sometimes um yeah there's I, I, not really any monst- new monsters to review here. I did think it was interesting. There's no Mothra, but yeah, I, I understand you can only have so much. It's probably for the best because I, it would have muddled it. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why I enjoyed this movie was because not because Mothra wasn't in it. I love to see Mothra wherever. Yeah, because I didn't have to see the racist Mothra Island. That you know what that I is. Did, my least favorite place in the Godzilla universe is probably racism we don't, Mothra. We don't love racism island. No, As it's a just rule. it's not really you know what I like to see when I'm watching uh, a movie is is no. racism Mothra Island. Mm-mm. But uh, thankfully we didn't go there. Too bad it did mean no visit from Mothra and no fairy twins. But honestly, that that's for the best. This one was already. It kind of pushes it with the amount of side characters. I really think there's probably a way to write this movie without the sister and her boyfriend, without the whole lady guard yeah. thing. And I think that movie's like five to ten minutes shorter, and I think that it is just a better movie. Yeah, probably. Uh. Anyways, yeah, not 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 really a lot of new stuff to review. Per se, but that's all right. That's okay. Um, um shall yeah. we move on to my new segment that I've just come up with just now? Yes, absolutely. Uh, take it away, Zach. Um, typically, I like to mention the uh, changes in the American versions of these films. So that is now my new segment. Uh, called, oh, nice. Um, apple apple pie. I don't know, America Apple Pie something. We'll workshop it. Okay. But um, for this one, so uh, as noted in previous episodes, uh, usually when uh, when these movies were brought over to America, they were very heavily edited and like additional scenes with American actors were filmed and everything was dubbed. Um, Apparently, with uh, for this one, the American release was virtually identical. 
uh, with just minor changes to some of the Planet X uh, scenes with um, like an improvised language, fake language, so they're not just speaking the same language um, as the humans. Um, and brief shots of uh, flying saucers being removed. Um, so yeah, this was also, and it was released in 1970 um, as part of a double feature with The War of the Gargantuas, which was also oh. a dubbed movie. Very uh, cool. And yeah, that is whatever the segment's called, which I'll <laughs> probably forget about by next episode. That's so okay. I'll Amazon make you time. remember it. Um, I do wait. I do want to say before we move on. I, I've already talked about how much I love the alien stuff. I love the, but I love the astronaut spacesuits. Oh yeah, yeah, they're very good. They have the. I wish I could describe them better, but they're like. I mean, they're close to like a traditional interpretation of like a. I don't know. It's, it's just beautiful tokusatsu, like you know, like space captain suit, and they have yeah. these nice like kind of off-white coloring with yellow highlights and stuff that make the captains look really dashing. Um, it's exceptionally wonderful, especially during the portion of the film where they're sneaking around mm. the Exilion yes. base and there's these long, uh, like, circular, or at least, like, curved tunnels that yes. they're walking around. I loved the tunnels. Oh, my gosh, I love me a good tunnel. Let me <laughs> let me tell you what. I love the tunnel. Um, I loved the, like, I know we, a lot of what we talk about in, in this podcast is how much we love the effects of these movies, but I really loved, uh, like, the, a lot of the bubble and barrier effects they did when it would be mm, like, oh, the yes. guys are, like, the astronauts are trapped in a bubble, or, like, Godzilla is, you know, placing a bubble to move them into space, like, I just thought it uh, looked really cool, and uh, yes. anyway. But moving on to Amazon reviews, Zach, do you have a review from Amazon for us today? Uh, give me a damn minute. Oh, I thought I thought you were using that time to. Uh, that would have been smart, wouldn't it have been? Yeah. Well, no one ever accused me of being smart. Uh, these are all really long. Okay, here we go. Eh, no. These are all <laughs> long and sincere. No, 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 no. That's we are funny. cynical people. Um. Also, I do want to note that the aliens uh, in the Japanese version did speak an alternate language at hmm. points. Um, oh, yes, this is true. But, yeah, anyway. No, I wasn't wondering if, if the dub would be pretty similar, considering all the scenes with Glenn, he's just, like, clearly speaking English. Yes, he is very clearly, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they've dubbed over him in, in Japanese, but... Uh, yeah. Okay, well, we got one from Joey Palinkas. It's a five-star review titled Great Joey Entry. Palinkas. Joey Palinkas. Uh, that's his name. Okay, and he reviewed this okay. film in the United States on December 4th, 2016. The screen time is for Godzilla is 4.56 seconds. However, this is one of the absolute best Godzilla films of all time. It is so interesting and enjoyable start to finish. Nice. And that's that about that. That's, uh... That is good. Oh, we got one from Anonymous. The 
not spelled the way it's usually spelled. That's fun. Five star review. Eudora Rocks. Reviewed in the United States on January 10th, 2013. Nice. Godzilla is always a winner to me, and it is. And it, this movie is one of the best and is the end of a string of direct sequel movies, and it is great. Great villains, action, and suspense. <laughs> okay. This one is a 2 out of 10 from IMDb. Comes to us from Classics on Call. Hmm. Uh, it's not my day, end quote. I can only take these monster films in small doses which is to say about every six months to a year, so as to not get permanently loopy. The same thing with 70s martial arts flicks. So you can already tell this guy has bad taste. Yeah, um, I don't <laughs> like this guy at all. But I stick with them for the amusement factor because that's basically what I see as their mission. I see that most of the reviews for this movie are hugely positive, and that's fine, but even so, I don't get the rationale for rating pictures like this a 10 because even if, even if you're a fan... You have to have seen Star Wars or Alien by way of comparison. I nearly shake my head. I hate this person. <laughs> I really do. At least the bonus for this viewer was the inclusion of Nick Adams. Yes, Nick Adams plays Glenn. Uh, he proved he really was a rebel to take on this assignment, ap- appearing in the cast credits as Niku Adams- Adamsu. Uh, but the odd thing was that his name in the story was Glenn without noting whether that was the character's first or last name. Oh my god, this guy. Is that the odd thing? Is that really odd to you? Do you care in any way about that? Oh Sir? my gosh. Sir? Say, I had to laugh when Spaceship P-1, their spaceship, the astronaut's uh, ship, landed on Planet X and the hatch door used to leave the ship actually had dents in it. Still... That was a whole lot better than the spaceship used in the 1959 flick Teenagers from Outer Space. Shut up. Oh my god. I've met this dude before. Like, I've met yeah. versions of this dude, and I'm I'm just, I'm angry just hearing it. The best and funniest moment in this picture occurred when Godzilla and Rodan defeated King Ghidra on Planet X. Right after, Godzilla went into this goofy-looking dance number Shut that had me baffled. You just you don't appreciate art. You Reminded just don't understand good art. That these Toho films were primarily put together for a preteen audience. So with Shit. that in mind, it seemed rather logical. What's not logical was why I still watch this stuff. But be rest assured, I'll be back in another six months or so. Or maybe sooner, because I just happened to come across a copy of Mothra vs. Godzilla. Don't no, let don't him watch, watch that you, movie. You, don't you get would to not appreciate it. that movie. No, you don't get to. You've, you've no, lost your take it out of classics on Call's hands. Send him home. Get him out of here. I don't like him. I don't want him. I don't want to hear I, about it. I don't want to see him. I don't like I this don't guy. I don't even think about him. But, you know, we have to balance our views on this podcast so that we could be providing unbiased coverage of, of Ghidorah. <laughs> it's okay. I can I can cleanse our palate with a review from Martha Christian. It's a five-star review. Uh, I'm not going to read you the title because it will spoil the review. Oh, good. But it was reviewed in the United States on August 18th, 2015. It's a verified purchase. My grandson went wild over this. Love doing business this way. And the title was Love Doing Business This Way. 
<laughs> Do you mean by on Amazon? Is that is that the way? Because yeah, that's fair. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Six out of ten. This comes to us from the user on IMDb. Last liberal eight five three two five three seven zero eight. So it's gonna be a good review. Title. You should have left your sister packed in ice. If you are looking for the video, it is known as Godzilla vs. Monster Zero. Monster Zero is actually Ghidorah, their three-headed monster, but they use numbers on Planet X. It is always (laughs) fascinating to see the depiction of spacemen and space vehicles in an earlier age. Never trust space aliens as they have ulterior motives. They use Goidzilla. <laughs> they use like Goidzilla, Monster Zero, and Rodan to attack Earth for its water. But they never counted on one of their machines falling in love and revealing their weakness. Lots of action, but mainly at the end. That's nice. it. That's the review. That's, that's a good li- review. That's what uh, Last Liberal had to tell us. The Last Liberal. And then liberal. they died, and then there were no more Liberals. <laughs> Damn. Um, I think I got one to take us home. Great. Uh, this is from Mr. John Jeske. Five-star review titled Five Stars Reviewed in the United States on November 1st, 2016. Boy Scout Horror Ebulus. Again, that's Boy Scout Horribulous. 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 Okay. So that, yeah. And I've been saying. And you know what else I've been saying? Thanks to Kai. What have you been saying? Our good friend and pal who made the incredible artwork that you may be looking at right now, which is our podcast art. And you can find links to her other incredible work in the description of this very podcast, where you can also find Kevin McLeod. Shout out, Sa- uh, not uh, Rock on Chicago, um, is the theme tune for this particular podcast, and it is by the one and only Kevin McLeod. McLeod, so, classic shout out. Um, we have a Tumblr. What's our Tumblr? King of the Pods, King of the Pods, and there will actually be some content on there. I have some Go stuff queued up. check. Check a look at check King of the Pods. Up. And check a look back here next month for... There's... Uh, I'm excited. You're Ibira? excited. I'm excited. Ibira? Next week. Well... I was, yes. Yeah, so, Abira Horror of the Deep is the next mainline Godzilla movie, but I was thinking... We have caught up to the 60s, right? What other monster movie did we watch from the 60s? Gamera. I think it's time to watch Gamera, too. Oh, okay. I think it's time. Oh, okay. We've been watching a lot of Godzilla, I think. All right. I think it's Gamera time. Gamera is friend to the children, so... He's friend to the children. Oh, my God. So, next week. Not next week. Next time. Catch up with us to hear about Gamera versus... Barugon. And that'll be one for the one for the history books, folks. One for the record books. One for one for Mr. Guinness himself. 
Give two for the show, three to get ready, and four, and four to go. Say goodbye, and thank bye you bye. for listening to our hit podcast. Thank you for listening, as always. What? Why? You adore in public. What? Bye-bye. It's time for the secret bonus segment of the show that you all know and love. That's right. It's Garfield comment. Comment. It's part of the show where I go to gocomics.com slash Garfield, click random, and read a comment. But be around the bush. I am mess around. Let's just get into it. And then you bite into it. Discover it's raisin and not chocolate chip. Thanks for listening.